Judy here will praise the Lord. Thank you, thank you for jo joining us today at Comfort Ministries Land. Hey, just lift us up in prayer. We've had some bumps in the road, but you know, the old devil's a liar, and um, we're just going to keep on keeping on and doing what we do. I have my dear brother here, Pastor Ricky Millington, the founder of RamsRadio.com. Praise the Lord. And I want to thank you for our listeners out there today. Thank you in YouTube land. Praise the Lord. And thank you in Anchor land. Praise the Lord. And thank you in Twitter land. Thanks the Lord. And welcome in um, Instagram. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Welcome to all of those in Comfort Ministry Radio listening live. Thank you to all of those on Holy Spirit International Radio, listening live. Praise the Lord. Dear Holy Father, I ask for a special blessing upon my brother, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. And Lord, I'm asking that you will have an outpouring upon him right here, right now, in this service, to where it's going to bless you, and bless those that are hearing it, in Jesus mighty name okay brother go for it all right praise the lord praise the lord all right well good evening everybody pastor ricky father i thank you for the opportunity to come on to this site father god this platform and preach the gospel no other gospel hey liz how you doing god bless you no other gospel should we preach amen amen Liz says, Liz says, I Pastor Judy. So Liz is watching. I sent it to Felix. We'll see if Felix comes on or not. And so, anyways, tonight's teaching is there's only one doctrine. We're going to be coming out of Hebrews chapter 6, and it's going to be my subject is going to be baptisms. Amen. Baptisms, plural. And I'm going to show you in the Word that there are different kinds of facets of baptisms in the Word of God. Amen. And so this is a part of your growing and walking in the Lord. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine, notice it says the doctrine of Christ. It doesn't say Jesus Christ here, it says Christ, which means the doctrine of the anointed one or the anointing. Amen. And so there is a doctrine about the anointing of God. And there's a doctrine that you're supposed to follow, a biblical spiritual doctrine, teaching put away the word doctrine, teaching on the anointing. And the anointing is what removes the yokes in your life, whether you're addicted to something, uh, in bondage to something, the anointing is what breaks that yoke. Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the principle, or you can look at some translations, it says elementary. This is just baby stuff that you need to have in your life before you proceed. 
feed on in God's kingdom so you're not thinking wrong doctrine. Amen. Let us go on unto perfection. Perfection does not mean you're perfect. Perfection means maturity in Christ Jesus. Maturity in Christ Jesus is what perfection means. You have the babes, you have the young men in God, and then the, the supposedly elders in the church of God who are supposed to be mature, trained up in the ways of the Lord and the doctrine of Christ, the anointing one. Amen. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptism. You need to underline that if you're following along with me. Of the doctrine of baptisms. Plural. I am reading from a King James Bible. So if your Bible doesn't say that, you got to get it on. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get into the different Bibles and all that other stuff. And so I don't want to get into that. Just, you pick your Bible and hopefully you'll get what you need to get out of it. And then I'll pray for you to. Amen. I've never, I've, I've studied a lot of Bibles and I've always come right back to the King James Version Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. Of the doctrine of baptisms, of the laying out of hands, and of the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permit. Amen. So, uh, last night we had a baptism in the Holy Ghost at Polk County Jail, uh, South Annex Cross Group. We had one baptism in the Holy Ghost. Of course, I didn't have time for to lay hands on everybody because we were running behind. But anyways, you know, we had one baptism in the Holy Ghost. And so, and he received it. Started speaking in tongues when I laid hands on him. <laughs> Been a long day. When I laid hands on him, he received the Holy Ghost. Amen. But what I want to focus on here is let, uh, not laying again the foundation of dead works, chapter verse 2, of the doctrine of baptism. I want you to understand the baptisms that are talked about in the Bible. That's your. Well, the first baptism is the baptism from darkness to light. And what do I mean by that? And we'll go over to First uh, Corinthians chapter 12. We'll go over to First Corinthians chapter 12. I believe it's verse 13. For by one spirit, we, now I want you to underline these, we are all baptized in one body. So your first baptism was when you accepted Jesus. He renewed out of the darkness of this world and baptized you into the body of Christ. That is, into the, the body of all believers who confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He moves you out of being spiritually blind or spiritually mute and brought you and baptized you into the body of Christ where they recognize and confess that something's real about what they're hearing about Jesus Christ. And the reason I say that is, is because you never seen that. You don't know he hung on that cross. You never looked at it. You never seen it. But something inside you moved upon you, or something around you moved upon you, and unctioned you to receive what was being said, to believe in something that you've never seen before. That's called faith. And when you got baptized into the body of in Jesus, the Son of God put a measure or a mustard seed of faith inside. And just that mustard seed 
just that much forgiving. He gave you just enough faith to believe in something you've never seen. But you know it's real. And you know it. You feel it. You can sense it inside you. That's one baptism. That's the first baptism that really happens to all Christians. You were baptized into the body of Christ. Amen. And so after that, you do water baptism, which is an open uh, revealment before all believers get baptized in water, following scripture and teaching that uh, you're repenting from your sin. You're asking God for forgiveness of your sins, and then you're baptized in that water for the remission of sins, the Bible says. And let's go there and read that. Warren says that. I want you to know where it is in the Bible. Then we're going to go to Acts 19. Amen. We'll go to Acts 19. Okay. Acts chapter 19. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 19. Let me get you. Thank you. Real thin on this little Bible. Paul's work in Ephesians. And it came to pass that while uh, Apollos was at Corinth. Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. So these were believers in Jesus Christ. And he said nothing to them. Had he received the Holy Ghost? Said you believe. The Holy Ghost said you have believed. And they said up to him, We have not so much even heard that there was a Holy Ghost. <laughs> and he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. And Paul explained right here before baptism. And he said unto them, What then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then Apostle Paul said, John barely baptized you with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, the former Jesus, he was a water baptizer. He baptized people in water. But he told them when he baptized them in water, you don't see this much in churches now. It says, Don't we baptize you in water? There is one greater than, than us that we should, we're not even able to uh, latch his shoes. And that's the Lord and Savior in whom you're being baptized into. He wants to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so, and then said Paul, Jolly, but barely baptized with the baptism of repentance. Saying unto the people that they should believe on with him which should come after him, that is of Christ Jesus, the anointed one. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the doctrine of laying on hands, read that right there in Hebrews chapter 6, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. So that's what happens when you get filled with all the Holy Ghost. You speak in tongues and you prophesy. And it's all through the Bible what happens when people get filled with all the God. That's how that's that, that's the sign that you have been filled. Oh wow. And all the men were about twelve. So there was like twelve men there, twelve disciples that had been water baptized and all laid hands on them and they got filled with the Holy Ghost. Baptized into the Holy Ghost. So I want you to understand now that the baptisms that you go through in the Bible is like facets of of the Holy Spirit in your life, moving you on in God's kingdom, uh, enabling you with power or strength that is unknown to you. See, you're in a whole different realm, understanding a whole different realm of learning. 
And all things are subject to change. Amen? And so, uh, I laid it to him last night in jail. I said, Jesus didn't have the Holy Ghost either. What? That's right. I said, he was born of the Holy Spirit. But he didn't get filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost until he went down and got water baptized by God. And he came up out of the water. And it says that this Holy Ghost descended down upon him like a dove. But he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then he went into ministry. You see, the Bible also says that uh, those who have been called to teach, wait upon your teaching. Make sure you're taught properly. Make sure you're speech, speaking and teaching the right things. Because the Bible says, but not many of you assume to be a teacher for you're going to grade, face a greater condemnation in heaven. When you get there, that means judgment. We're going to get judged for teaching things that that's not scriptural. That's, that's not from the Lord. Amen. It's not what this Bible says. And so we need to be careful about stuff like this. We need to move into the Holy Spirit and operate in the Holy Spirit. Do the things the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Amen. So let's go back to uh, uh, Acts. And let's look at Acts here. Amen. Now, what is the Holy Spirit? Uh, I'm going to show you what it is. And being assembled together, verse 4, Acts 1, chat, verse 4, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Amen. So actually, if you get right down to the nitty gritty of teaching and doctrine, the, the baptism in water was a baptism that John was ordained to do, which was an Old Testament minister. That's right. He was an Old Testament minister. No one was a New Testament minister until Jesus died and shed his blood, paid for everybody's sins, empowered 12 men with the power of the Holy Spirit, and they started a church. Amen. Hello? Absolutely. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized. There's two baptisms right here. Baptism in water, baptism in the Holy Ghost, and fire. Hallelujah. Let's read on. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? He said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons. He was specifically talking that a, that era or that uh, realm of, of people at that time, which the Father had put in his own in his own power. But ye shall receive power. Which you want to have some power? Power from God. And but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem. And I use this, you know, I looked at this one day and I said, What are you talking about? Four steps going into world ministry, and unto me in Jerusalem. Jerusalem would be your immediate surroundings, your community, amen. And in all Judea, that would be your your state that you would live in, amen. Jerusalem, your own town. Judea is the state you live in, and it's Samaria. That's that'd be your country that you live in, and unto the uttermost parts of Europe. Now you're in the world. Like preaching and teaching, and what we're doing here internationally on this broadcast, and sharing the gospel in the 
word to, to all who would listen. Amen. And so we, we come here to teach the word of God to you so that you might grow and have a standing in the kingdom of God and, and know the difference between true teaching and false teaching. Because the Bible says in the last days there will be many false teachers, many false apostles, many false prophets on the scene. Deceiving many people. I'm just telling you, you when you see the many, the many gathered together, you need to be careful. Straight and narrow is the way to heaven. There's not many on that path. Straight and narrow. I just sense right now that, that someone's listening to me on here. They haven't said anything, but you've got people in your life you need to get out of your life. You need to get these people out of your life because they're hindering what God wants to do with you. They're hindering what God wants to do with your family. You need to get those people out of your life. You need to do a calling, a calling, a cutting away of things that you know that's hindering your anointing, your walk with God. You need to get them out of your life. You need to separate yourself from it. I'm telling you, not the local, not care about them, not pray for them, talk to them. I mean, with having that constant fellowship, hanging out with them. You just got to stop doing it. Because it will hinder the work of God in your life. Why do I say that? I'll show you why I say that. Go over to Psalms. Go to the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms. Psalms. King David wrote all that. Amen. Chosen man of God. Powerful king. For the Lord. This is why I say this. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man or woman that walketh not in the counsel of ungodly. You'll hang out with that foolishness so much that you'll start believing what they're saying instead of what God's telling. The counsel of the ungodly. Or stand in the way of sinners. Don't stand there and argue with a sinner when you're trying to witness to them about Jesus Christ. If God laid it on your heart, be able to talk to somebody, then he's already dealt with their heart and they'll receive. Amen. And the way of sinners, nor sinners in the sea of the scornful. What's that mean? Scorn. I don't believe in that stuff. You really believe in that stuff? <laughs> That's being scorned. Hello. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. His or her delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law does he meditate day and night. Wow. And people could put consume their time with what this says and study this right here. <laughs> this is what will happen to them. You wouldn't have to worry about all the ungodly friends being in your life. You wouldn't need them there. Amen. Because your delight would have been changed. Your delight would now be wanting to know what God has to say. And he shall be like a tree or her planted by the rivers of water. What rivers? Right here. Old New Testament. The rivers of water. that produces life. Amen. They're both rivers. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. See? And, 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 you, and, and new season, as seasons go by, like we have summer, fall, winter, and spring. As these seasons go by in your life, you 
you'll see yourself changing for the better. And you'll see your health getting better. You'll see a lot of things changing in your life in season. No one wants to wait until the season's up. So then they see the manifestation of the change. Hallelujah. And he or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. And his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Now, friends, listen to me right now on here. And that's exactly why I prosper. Amen. Don't have a bunch of foolishness going on in my home. Amen. I'm serious on my job when I'm working. I'm doing, don't do things up to the people. Or, and I do everything unto the Lord. Amen. And I, sometimes I get in situations where I don't know how to fix something or do something, and I talk to Jesus. I just show me how to do this more. And guess what? He <laughs> <It> does. <laughs> Amen. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff. Uh-oh. There's that chaff. Mr. Liz, there's that chaff which the wind driveth away. Which there it is. Which the wind driveth away. The wind is the Holy Ghost. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. You say, hello. We're going back and read Hebrews 6. And in the judgment of eternal things. You see, when you become a mature Christian in Christ, God's going to make you make judgment calls. I'm sorry. You may not want to, but you're going to have to. nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Children, young men and women of God, leaders in the body of Christ, let us work together and doctrine, the doctrine that was taught the believers when the church started through the apostles, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure what you're teaching others is scriptural. Don't get in a hurry. Step into the position that God has called you into. Be mental. Be chastened. Be rebuked, be loved, be under the mercy of God, the hand of God. Let him mold you and shape you and turn you into a vessel of honor. Let him fill you with his Holy Ghost. Let him teach you what the Holy Ghost does, what it's about, and how the gifts work, and how the fruits of the Spirit work, and, and how his kingdom operates. God and his righteousness. What that means is his way of doing things. That's what seeks his righteousness. The right way of doing things in God's eye. And be ye ever humble. All your life. It's a whole humbling experience. Right to your last breath. Hallelujah. Father, if there be one that's not saved tonight, Father, I ask Father God right now, all you've got to do is I accept you as my Savior. That's simple. I believe what I've heard. I believe that you rose from the dead and are sitting in heaven and you want me to accept 
got to do is ask him to stay. Help me come into your life, move into your house, move into your heart, and do a work in you that only he can do. If there be any stick that may through this message, Father God, I pray for them. I pray for your anointing to break any sickness, any ailments, destroy any uh, germs that may be attached to them uh, by this world in your mighty name, Lord. I pray for your children and your kingdom for struggling with addiction. Thanks, Father God, that they would hear this message and humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. You might do a deliverance in their life. That you might show the word what, what you can do for a person if they'll just humble themselves to you. And I'm a witness to that. Mm-hmm. I'm a witness to that. I've been on more drugs than probably the drugstores gone. I have not been on drugs for over 25 years. I fell one time during that time. In a year. And all we go to drag me around a bell that hole. What are you doing? <laughs> Are you stupid? That's what he said to me. I said, you stupid? Do you want to die? Amen. Amen. The Bible says, that, do you not know that you're the temple of the Lord? Whoever defiles the temple of the Lord, he will destroy that temple. A lot of people don't like to hear this kind of teaching, but it's true. Amen. Amen. Now, now the scripture says, it's better not. It's better for you not to know the Lord and to know him and turn your back on him. Hmm. This is hard for teaching for you, but it's the truth, and I love Amen. you. Well, praise the Lord. Pastor Judy. Thank you, Pastor Ricky. I can't hear you. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Ricky. I was trying to be quiet back here. Well, praise okay. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, Lord. And, and, and while you were sharing the word, I have to say the Lord's way is not always the easiest way. I find it to be very difficult some days. I find it to be very bumpy some days. And there's not too many people that travel the narrow road. There's not too many people that that are out there traveling the road that seems to be by themselves. But then again, there's God, and you're never by yourself. You know, so if you're finding yourself there, Pastor Ricky and myself have been there and done that. And we know that we know that Wide is the gate to destruction. Don't follow what everybody else is doing. You You are not to be following men or women in the first place. You are to be following the Lord Jesus Christ by the promptings of the Holy Spirit that's within inside of you. And you are to be guided by the living words of God. So... Wherever the storms come, the storms come, but they will go. But my motto in life is, but then again, there is God. And he's going to have his way if you let him have his way in your life. So don't be concerned if you don't have a bunch of people with you or, or you're not very popular or you're not accepted or you're kicked to the curb or whatever that case may be. You just keep yourself trucking in the Lord. There's always a new day. His grace is sufficient for us each and every single day. His mercies are new each and every single day. So just hang on to the Lord's garment and don't let him go. And talk to him and stay in his words. And you will find out that 
what Pastor Ricky and myself are saying is very, very true. And we wouldn't lead you astray. We're trying to lead you to the Lord. We're trying to lead you to what the Word of God really says. So don't be fooled, okay? Well, Pastor Ricky, thank you so much. And I do want to say thank you to our brand new audience out there. We got some youngins out there. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Praise him. Thank you, Lord, for the bumpy roads. Thank you for sending us off in the wild blue yonder to just like the Lord left the 99 to go find the one. He's expecting us to do the same exact things to God be with all of you. Pastor Ricky, thank you so much for always being a blessing. Looking forward to church on Sunday. Liz, we're looking forward to church on Sunday. Okay? Looking at a bigger platform to where we could get no limited people on our platform. So you know, the Lord is working. Amen. All right. May, May the Lord bless you and keep you and watch over you. Make his face shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name. And we leave the gift of peace with you. We speak that over your life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Shalom. Shalom, everybody. Love ya.